See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. All right. Hey, we're back after some technical difficulties brought As to you usual. by brought to you by hackers. And every time I run into one of those little trouble problems or what something happens, my rage gets deeper and more like warm in my stomach. It's your rage against the machine, isn't it? <laughs> and not the machine. Okay. The people behind wrecking my machines. Yes, the people behind the machines. So and anyway, are we? yeah, are we, we lost all that wonderful content of uh, you know the yeah. the punk band name and whatever. Yes, this is Slow Robot a Go Go, Big Show number two ten, two hundred and ten. Nice. My name's Mao. With me as always, Doctor Morbius from Parts Unknown, and this is the podcast dedicated to B through Z grade movies. Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, and 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 thankfully, like after hitting kinda. our stride for two hundred and eight shows, it's great to have to struggle again. It's, and, yeah. and 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 struggle and fight and try so hard just to do this meaningless show that no one cares about and we get no money for. That's just some people care. Some people do care. Some people do care. That's who we're doing it for. I'm just a negative Nancy right now. This is I'm yeah. in a bad time in life. Let me tell you that much. Yeah, you anyway. and me both, Mister. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, but that's not what we're here for. We're here for um, good times, movies, talking about temporary them. layoff, good times. <laughs> not that temporary. What but. have you watched this week, <laughs> Doctor Morbius? I have watched time go by so fast that it Nothing. doesn't make any sense anymore. I've watched the the sands of the hourglass, like the days of our lives, just pass me I'm, by. I'm constantly amazed that someone who has about 20 terabytes of movies watches no movies. Yeah, I watch television. I watch a lot of, like, you know, episodic television. Ah. And I don't, you know, to sit through a movie, it's like, I feel, you know what, you know, I, I told you before, it feels like I sh- if I watch a movie, I should be talking about it on this show. I re- should be reviewing it. So now I don't want to waste any movies unless I'm going to be saying something about it. I don't know. That's, that's fun. my it's excuse. Still fun that, to watch. That's my <laughs> excuse anyway. Okay, okay. I don't watch modern movies. That's the problem. You know, I just watch mm. our stuff. Yeah, you should watch some modern movies. They're not all bad. All right, so you, but I digress. Yes, I, you do. I watched a nice long list like usual. I watched Star Wars, that newest one. Oh, this, are you still on your Amazon Prime kick? No, not so uh, much. No, but these are just uh, movies I had found oh, and wanted yeah. to watch. Right. Like that. Uh, so I watched the the new Star Wars again. I bought it on Blu-ray. Good, still liked it. It was it's a good movie. I watched the original Indiana Jones. Um, just mm. hadn't seen it for a while, so uh, I like to watch those every now and then. They're they're fun. Stupid. See, you like you like to rewatch things more than I do. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm always looking for something from the past or whenever that I didn't see before. Ah, uh, yeah. even though I do some, I do a lot of movies that I watched already. <laughs> exactly. But not all of them, though. I would say about like sixty percent of the movies that we do, uh, I probably never watched before. Forty eight, forty percent. Eighty percent of the movies we do, I've never heard of before. Yes, well, that's it. That's uh, and you wish you had never seen, probably. <laughs> nah, I don't know. They're funny. about fifty, maybe fifty percent. Yeah. Some of them you want to put knitting needles in your eyeballs when you're done. <laughs> exactly. But that's okay. That's part of the fun. Uh, yeah. Then I watched uh, one called Moonwalkers. Very mm-hmm. funny. This is a very strange movie. It was like um, Ron Perlman is the, the this guy who is the CIA, kind of a, a hitman for the CIA. And he goes, the, the government is worried that the moon landing won't work. So they pay, the government gives him a suitcase full of money. To go have Martin Scorsese make a fake moon landing as a backup in case the real one doesn't was work. Was it set in the 60s? Yeah, or yeah, something? yeah. It was set in the 60s, and it was just—it was insanity. That redheaded kid from Harry Potter was like this drug, druggy loser who was like the manager of a band, and he he tricks Ron Perlman into saying that he's him and his friend are are. are gonna do it you know and his, he says his friend is um who's this junkie who has like a beard it's like oh here's martin sarsazy he'll do it you know and it's just it, it is out of control it is a very it was a funny movie I, really good to watch you know, you know what the problem with me with modern movies and i just i think i figured it out now it's 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 definitely like an age thing it's like when you're a kid and you're watching these movies you see like adults 
playing these roles. Even the younger people were older, and you look up to them. Wow, these are adults. These are cool guys. Now that you're older, and you see all these like young whippersnappers doing mm-hmm. these movies, you're like, look at this. Look at this. Like you know, thirty, twenty year old, like <laughs> you know, pretending like he's, he's a badass. I kick his ass with my freaking, you know, I blinded or whatever. You know, you, there's a lack of respect. I think. Uh, well, I respect with, Ron with Perlman. Age. So. Yeah, he's scary, but um, anybody else? He's actually else a I funny guy. He's a he's Other a funny actor. I yeah. um, I, he's very huge and menacing, but something tells me that he's not. I think in life, in real life, he's probably a lot goofier than than you think. Uglier, you know? maybe too. Oh yeah, well you know. Uh, then I watched a documentary called Twenty One Days Under the Sun." It was about uh, some guys that rode their cobbled together um, home, homemade choppers. From San Francisco to New York, or to New York for some uh, thing. It was interesting. Right. It, it was a little mm, yeah, uh, right. Uh, then I watched Robin Williams Remembered, which was just a documentary talking about Robin Williams. It was made right after he died, which was believe it or not coming up on two years ago. Good which Lord. Says, yeah, that's what I said. And then there was a weird one on Netflix called Finding Vivian Meyer. Um, and me, like everyone else, goes, "Who the hell's Vivian Meyer?" Oscar Mayer, I know. Yes, Oscar Mayer. Uh, what happened was some guy bought a bunch of uh, film negatives in a in a uh, auction, and he finds these negatives, and they're like really, really, really nice images of like streets, of street people, of life, you know. And uh, so then he's like, "Who the hell is this?" And then he goes and he finds, he buys back the the other six things, and it's all negatives talking about uh, hundreds of thousands of pictures and videos and movies you know from where not videos it's from like the the 30s 40s 50s like who do you buy it from though ebay or something yeah just no 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 like a a storage auction or whatever like that Uh, so it turns out that this lady was a nanny for like these different families in the the u.s or yeah in the u.s in new york and some of that and um she was like she never told anyone who her real name was and she she was very strange she talked with a fake french accent <laughs> uh, she, she was very weird but she always had this camera that one that you look down at yeah 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 those old deals, the roloflex yeah. Yeah, yeah so yeah, it was yeah. a good camera for the time sure. so it turns out like and she has no relatives no nothing nothing she, just, that was it one lady and that's the end of it so this guy finds out all about her and he's like He's doing these art shows and, and selling the stuff, and he's... It's just a very strange, interesting tale. I'll put it that way. Like, when you when you, when you you read about it and you're like, and you're watching it, I mean, you're like, weird. Now, like every photographer, probably 90% of it is garbage, but that 10% that really is meaningful and awesome is really off the charts. It's like... It's, it's, an, it's interesting. It's a really okay. neat documentary about someone that you would have never heard about, you know. And... The fact that it was caught and not just thrown in the dumpster is 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 un- incredible. Un- yeah, like, unlike a lot of other. It just gets thrown away. You know, look movies. at how movies that movies, movies lost to time and and you're like, oh, I remember this one movie and gone forever. Just one celluloid fire or one you know vinegar well, he, can of vinegar and that's the end of it. Well, here's a here's a here's a pretty grisly story. I found out. You know, this is how like this is how gen- it's a generational thing. I found out like a couple years ago that. Can't believe she did this. That my mom was going through some pictures, hmm. and she was like, "Oh, these people are like, you know, dead. I don't need these pictures anymore." She was tearing them up. <laughs> you're like, wait, and I'm what? going like, wait a minute, you're tearing up pe- the memories of my family. That's the reason you do keep it, mom, because they're not here anymore. <laughs> she said, "I didn't." She then she goes, "I didn't do that much. I didn't do that many." Now I'm like. Oh my God! It's like of all the things that you would throw away. She goes, "Well, I got depressed looking at him." I go, "Well, give them to me then. I'm not gonna get depressed." It's like all all the memories that I have of like relatives. It's like you know, yeah. it's it's kind of strange the way generations are. You know, that old generation they're completely different. You know, cat and, and, or whatever. And we're different from the millennials. And we're different from and, and the millennials and, are we're different, different from, from the, the Gen Xers and so and so. Yeah. But that the the Wachimacot, the ones they call the great generations, the old, really old people. They're they're definitely they're interesting. <laughs> you know, they're they're very interesting in the ways that they uh, behave. Sometimes it's when old age does it to you too. Yeah, know, that's but. my theory. 
All right. So nothing else? Oh uh, no, that's okay. It. Well, uh, you know, say goodbye to Prince and Lonnie Mac, yeah. and uh, uh, we'll do that. We'll do those three on the on the uh, indie circuit. Well, you uh, know, but yeah. Oh, also, um, also Michelle McNamara passed away at 46. So uh, our hearts go out to Patton Oswalt. That was his wife. It's very sad. Yep. Young talent. And with that, we're going to some crazy trailers. And then when we come back, we're going to be talking about our movies du jour. Mm-hmm. Yowza. Excuse me while I whip this out. Now the ultimate evil, Devil Woman. The baddest dudes that ever walked the face of the earth fight it out with Satan's sinister sister in a battle to the death. Devil Woman. Don't cross a path unless you're tired of living. Plus, dragons never die in the tradition of Bruce Lee. It's the martial arts picture of the year. It's super tough. Devil Woman and the dragons never die. Take your mama to see them before somebody else does. In color, rated R. Of all the gin joints in all the towns in all the world, she walks into mine. If you want to know the truth, see Shantytown Honeymoon. See the strange and seamy side of mountain life, where they love by the rule of a shotgun. Harlan's apple is still. Come on, we got all afternoon. Shantytown Honeymoon. Torn from the land of child brides and steam heat shanties, wild women, white lightning, and hard mountain men. Shantytown Honeymoon. Their kind of kinship means anything goes and the kind of love that doesn't wait on ceremony. Anybody as good looking as you just gotta be itching for action. Meet Reba Sue, a young girl sold into wedded slavery to pay her father's debts. No, Daddy, please don't make me marry up with that smelly old man. Shantytown Honeymoon. It still happens today. If you're old enough to be married, you must see it. If you're not old enough to be married, you cannot see it. Shantytown Honeymoon. New in color. Admission restricted. God has a hard-on for Marines. Because we kill everything we see. Attention, please. Special bulletin. By ruling of the high courts, the public can see it. You are entitled to know. You must see to believe is sex a sin. The motion picture that calls a spade a spade. Many will faint. Many will cry. But you will never forget is sex a sin. Naked desire breaks loose in the most revealing picture ever filmed. A dramatic thunderbolt. You must see... Is sex a sin? Children under 16 will not be admitted with or without their parents. Uniform police will supervise admissions. You must see, is sex a sin? 78,000 persons saw it in Philadelphia last week. You must see, is sex a sin? You gotta give me a ride. I'm way too big to drive to the devil's house. Holy ton of trailers batman that's wow. just crazy why huh? why i don't care uh hey why not what's what's the first movie we're going to be doing i with? don't know i don't care <laughs> whichever <laughs> one you want jive turkey jive turkey jive turkey wow. jive turkey now this is a jive turkey is a movie that of course has like three to four different titles and uh it's um, yeah, it sure does. I can't think of the other ones. Nah, it don't matter. It, it, it was 1974, right? Both movies are from 74. Yeah, but, but this one's a period piece. This one's from supposed so to be... One. Oh, yeah, it's true. So they're both made in 74 and try to hide that they're from the 70s, but... One... Eh, one can't. One does a little better than the other. One does a little better than the other one. Jive Turkey does not. Jive Turkey tries to tell us that it's in the fi- 1956. That's yeah. what year it's set in. Yeah. But if you look, you can see cars in the background that are the 70s. You can see the wood paneling that is in every office that is obviously the 70s. And, you know, uh, this was a very strange movie. I chose this one um, yeah, just because of uh, uh, just silliness. I mean, when I see some of these descriptions, I'm just like, well, we're doing that, you know. What do you? What's your take on Jive Turkey? What do you think about Jive Turkey? You know, not a whole lot. No. <laughs> um, it's interesting that they did a black exploitation period film. I mean, 
that's kind of cool. Uh, it looks like it cost two bucks to make. <laughs> but the actors were... That's the thing. The actors were trying. They were trying their best. They were trying. They weren't, like, winking and nudging, saying, like, we know we're in a crappy movie, so we're going to, like, you know, make it... We, we're, we're with you guys. No, they're really trying, and that's what I like about a lot of these movies. They're not... They're they're taking it seriously, knowing full well knowing the limitations that you know were going to transpire, and uh, it was a different movie. I mean, you know, Serene. That was very. That was a very bizarre character, and I mean, were they really trying to fool you into thinking that Serene was really a woman? Because from the first second I saw that dude, you're like, that's either the ugliest woman I've ever seen in my life, or it's a dude. And uh, yeah, yeah, and you know, the the you know later on you see the oh no, (coughs) for the two people in the audience that didn't realize it. Oh no, she looks just like my wife. Wait a minute. Yeah, uh, that was. It's an awkward movie, strange, kind of, the version that, see, I didn't have, like, quote-unquote, a good copy. I got the YouTube copy. I don't know if there is a good copy. There's not a good copy Maybe if there was, like, sometimes, and this is all honesty, sometimes some people feel the opposite than that. If you can find, like, a really good copy of a, a good copy of a really crappy movie, it can help, you know, a little bit. Other people oh, don't yeah. care. No. You know, some people said the grimier the better, but no. I think it would help. You know. It always helps because sometimes you're watching this stuff on YouTube and it looks like you're watching it through Jello. You know, yeah. and you're like, oh, come on. The man. images kind of like fade out. Distorted and, and faces, bad. Faces kind of like change and you're thinking, oh man, am I like, you know. So, you know the copy I had was from YouTube, but it wasn't bad. Um, it wasn't bad. It wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. Yeah. There were moments where it was like, oh. I have oh. a feeling that there's not a good DVD of this. Yeah, I read that it was on one of those Mill Creek 50 DVD movie sets, which huh. I probably have somewhere. Yeah. I watched it off of YouTube. Oh my God, remember those? <laughs> no, I mean, the whole time I was watching this, I was like, well, you know, I mean... We could have watched Coffee, or we could have watched, you know, Shaft or Slaughter, mm-hmm. but this is but a sad. This, this is a sad. Ver- but this is an even sadder version of it. So, but I got. But but as the movie went along, I got into it. I should say. I should say. Yeah, that, I didn't hate it. Yeah, um, it was. And this is all about. This is at its base level. This is about uh, a black mobster trying to keep his territory from impending other mobsters in the fifties. In the fifties, and his his thing is num- running numbers. And he's in tune with the crime syndicate. The white Italian mob is trying to muscle him up, and they have a hit out on him. Yeah. And uh, and he's using his connections to stay alive. Well, was funny. And it's, that's the bo- that is literally the 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 whole movie on the back of the box right there. You know. What was funny was the um, the numbers thing. You know. Oh yeah. Well, here's the thing. Uh, when I was a kid, my grandmother that that little racket was going around and. In the in the around the Cubans, you know, they had the the three numbers, and we never thought it was connected with you know the, you know the Godfather, but I guess it had some connection to the mob. But it's crime. It's low level crime. But it was. But it's. But now the government is in on it. You know, now the government's like. Well, know. that's the one thing I was kind of thinking of. I was like, what? What? Okay, so now what? Now, I, who's <laughs> to tell me that you're going to pay me if the numbers come up? And who's going? Who's who's drawing the numbers? How do? Yeah, the number person, like on television at 11. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm sure the one from the government is fixed, too. But at some level, hey, you're like, why would it be? Hey, it's, it's, it might be fixed, but Dan won, like, 30 grand one time off a of scratch-off. So, it's mm-hmm. like, you know, I guess anybody could, like... But anyway, yeah, but that little numbers thing, that was, like... I mean, my grandmother won at one time. She got, like, 300 bucks. That mm-hmm. was the extent of what you got. You know, and uh, but you know, hey, whatever. I can I can relate to it. You know, I remember yeah. seeing. You it's know, true. It's real stuff. Yeah, you know, in you Spanish know. it was called la bolita. You know, <laughs> like the little ball or whatever. But yeah, you know. And so penny ante. And I was thinking, well, if this guy, if that, all this guy does pasha or whatever they call them, yeah. all he does is the numbers. I mean, is he really like making that much money? He's kind of like a low level. And why would the mob want to come in and take it? And wouldn't they try to do a switch? Like, we want the numbers and you can have the drug trade or something like that. I mean, that in the very beginning, the you know, the, the, the mobster is trying to get them, take the numbers from them. I'm coming into your town and we're going to take the numbers and you can have, like, the drug. And the guy goes, no, I don't want to do the drugs, man. I don't want to get involved in that. I just yeah. want... I just want numbers. It's nicer. It's cleaner. You know, there's no, like, you know, young people dying. And the guy goes, no, you know... That's the way it's going to happen. And then, um, you know, he takes the mobster outside and the mobster's, uh, you know, um, whatchamacallit, his henchmen 
like makes a move for that serene person. Yeah, and he's like, oh, you, I'm gonna go. You know, I've never had a hot chocolate or something like that, and I was like, and then oh. she's like, goes to caress him and cuts his neck, and I'm like, she has, he has like a ninja ring that like has a knife in it or and something. And throughout the whole movie, I'm going like, man, I hope I don't see some the serene and a guy making Ugh. out because I will like not be happy. Yeah, no. I will give this movie a lower rating, but it got close though in a couple scenes. But <laughs> yeah, you know, know. But but I'm thinking. So what does the Pasha? Why does he? Ha- why can't? Why does he have to have a transvestite to be his hit person? You know, Cause isn't there anybody else? But okay, no. she was effective. He she was effective, I guess. Yeah. No. They, mm. they were a clever, cunning. Yes. And they, it was serene, so I guess they were trying to play upon divine, maybe, because it was the '70s and pink flamingos and all that. So I don't weird, know. dude. It, it was, was just... very weird. That was the oddest part about the movie. You know, you're going like, huh, really? Because the, the rest 50s? of it, really? yeah, I mean, the rest of it is like. Just different shenanigans. The, co- the, the, the cops have have uh, uh, somebody on the inside. That was like the long tease, and the then, long con. And then there's a mobster. There's no, not a mobster. There's a there's a mayor that's running for office, so he wants to do shut down the shut numbers down the game, mob so he can look good and, and get votes. And, and well, that's kind of that's tied into that the crap. cop thing yeah, where yeah, they yeah. where yeah. they they keep putting pressure on him. He's like, oh, we've run this we've run this racket for years. Why now? And they're like, oh, the mayor needs his numbers. And you're like, oh. Yeah, it was basically All like right. a character thing. You yeah, know, they're trying to make him shaft or shine, trying to make him, you know. Yeah, and then they're bringing characters like a young guy who comes in, you know, who's like wants to, you know, starting out and the mob make money. He's got his little brother who's like, you know, so they it's very it's it's basically like within the ra- within the aspect of this movie, they're trying to accomplish a lot, you know, within yeah. this and it doesn't really work well, because there's this no, is not really true exploitation. No, you know? and and the one part where that young guy, the young mobster guy who's just starting to run numbers, and he's like, he's playing football with these little kids, he's like, one day, I'm going to take you out of here with me, we're going to escape the ghetto, and you're like, I don't know, man, I, I don't need that, like, I, I knew it was, you knew it was going to be, you got a little be, preaching, yeah, yeah I, you're just like, oh, and he reminded me so much of uh, one of the Wayan brothers, from like that, uh, I'm going to get you sucker, yeah, 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 yeah. It, it was the same one, like the, the army dude, they, he acted yeah, the same. Yeah, yeah, he looked yeah, the same. Yeah. He acted the same. I was like, "Is that one of Wayans? Brother, that's like the Wayans dad or something." And it was like, "No, it's just a, just a, just a crazy ass whatever." Yeah, this this, this is this is an obs- this is from what I've read, kind of an obscure black exploitation. This wasn't done by AIP or you know no. one of the one of the more more uh, whatever you want to call it one prominent of the, exploitation like, generators. This was done like uh, on the DL. You know what I mean? Uh, this was done like it really reminds me more of like. Some of those cheapo horror movies that we've watched sometimes, like Scream Bloody Murder, where there's like, you don't recognize any actors. It's very bare, you know, the cinematography is pretty basic, you know. It's pretty bare bones. It's like, okay, I've seen a bunch of horror movies like this. I've never seen a black exploitation, but I guess there's a few. There's another one they were talking about called The Guy from Harlem that's supposed to be pretty... Even, even, if you can imagine, like, you know, like, uh, coffee or whatever being... Like big budget, these are even lower, lower budget than those. So you really, you really gotta want to, you know, like complete your exploitation experience uh-huh. to get to these, because there's a lot more that you haven't seen yet. But it was definitely an interesting movie, and like everybody's kind of like corrupt, you know. Oh, it's so weird. It's the preacher. A, yeah, you know. like the cre- the preacher's having sex with some hooker, and he's like, "Nah, Bridget, you know." He, I don't care about that, but you're gonna have to do me a favor and run numbers out of the bottom of the church and yeah, stuff. Yeah, because like, they're trying to break us up. You know, it was very a lot. I, of, it was an odd movie. That's why I kind of started liking it because it got odder as it went along. Oh yeah, and I didn't hate it. It it, it was just following this guy, and uh, while there was there was a lot of stuff happening, like nothing was happening. Like Basically. there was no violence really. I mean, there was um, a few like kills tension. where yeah, like yeah, yeah. she she kills the two the serene picks up the two guys who killed the, uh, the I think those are the two guys who killed the young yeah guy, the two mobsters that killed and those she like poisons point. them yeah. and then she like gets her like high <laughs> heel shoes and like like does like you know smashes their faces on something. yeah he was, she was he she he it was killing the mobsters after they were poisoned with her with the high heel shoe and that was an interesting. Um, shot in that the camera took on the, the one of the point hit, of view the point of view and it was doing that drops of red was flying on the lens and it that was done pretty well actually yeah um they had some competent shots like that and there was no boom mics 
There was no, no. um. No, the director of the movie apparently was like an editor on television. No, he was pretty good. It was well shot. He was was decent enough. And they did have a lot of classic old cars. Somebody was saying, like, somebody who the producer of this movie must have gotten a hold of a classic car collection. Uh, They said, okay, let's set it in the 50s because we got all these old Chevys and Buicks or whatever. There was this one stupid thing. He's trying to outrun the cops and they... He drives into the back of a freaking U-Haul yeah, truck, and I'm a like, a modern-day U-Haul truck. I was like, I don't think that's right, and I don't. A '70s U-Haul. Yeah, truck. and I was like, I don't know when the U-Haul started, but I don't think it was in the back 50s. then. It would have been Mayflower or you know something, but <laughs> hey, you know, you you know, this isn't for you know. There wasn't a lot of fact checking going on in the in the black exploitation world. It was just kind of like. Just whatever. No, it was just kind of like, you know, yeah, exactly, exactly whatever. But, yeah. I mean, it was like, it was interesting enough for, like, what it was that, yeah. it, it, it wasn't bad. It wasn't horrible. It wasn't great. Yeah. yeah. It was just, it was just okay. And you, 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 you it's like you kind of know at the end how it's going to go. Like, these movies don't really ever... The bad guy never takes one in the head on the, at the end. Like, the, I uh-huh. mean, the good guy, I mean... It's always like. I mean, it was surprising who was the who the uh, snitch was. I guess. Meh, was it? Not uh, to me, it was. So go ahead with a reveal. You know. Well, throughout the whole movie, the 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 the, the snappy dressing run, uh, the snappy dressing number uh, runner, number runner guy. Yeah. He was the guy that was like, "Hey, kids, you know, he giving money to kids," and he was like, "Ah, oh, yeah, if you can pay me next week, you know." I figured yeah. he was a good enough guy, but when he got off at the end, spoiler alert, it was <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, after I said it, <laughs> yes, you know. Yes, uh, you know, Jive Turkey from 1974. Spoiler alert. The, yeah, the, I don't want to spoil the, you know the tension and the action. The guy- yeah, okay. Oh, the producer did that for you. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, so that was the that was like the end thing was all the uh all the supporters of our main uh good guy slash bad guy drug runner or uh, numbers runner pull up and just machine gun down the uh snitch that was in the organization which is the the head like not the head number number runner but the guy who's been doing it for thirty years yeah and just, he's, he's he's the main guy it seems yeah main like. yeah so it was weird um, the beginning was weird at the beginning because it's like the 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 three mobsters come out of the car and they start gunning down women and children and everything and it was just like yeah. hey the new mobs coming into town you guys you know and we're yeah. in business so there was a lot there was a couple of scenes that were totally disjointed it was almost like they they filmed them and they're like well where are we gonna put this and and they just kind of found a spot and put it there and you're like well okay I guess whatever Um, but it's an odd movie it yeah it was an odd movie so So, uh, what are you going to give this one I'll give it like a 5.5 yeah I was going to go with a 6 so yeah close enough I mean god I should really I should pick some worse movies or better movies no no that's fine because I've never seen it I've never seen it for the last couple months now no that's fine I mean I've Mm. never seen it so I mean I think I saw Actually, in all honesty, I think I did. My friend did have it on a, one of those collections, and we watched a little bit of it. We was like, eh, and we didn't, you know, we there, didn't finish yeah, watching Yeah, nothing, nothing grabs you that you yeah, can't turn away. Gra- there was one song in the movie though, like in the middle of the song what's that was. A, I can't one? even sing the lyrics, but it was pretty like. Oh yeah, it was like end, a Tarantino end bomb. It yeah. was the Tarant. It was I think it was called Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> I think that was the name of it. It was just. It, it was, was called. A, it was N- called, N- N- it was N- called N- Negro Rich, which yes. is a nice term for what, uh, you know. That movie was actually funny and interesting. The music was okay. You know, the few songs were all right. You know, by Ernie Banks, which I hope it wasn't the Ernie Banks. It used to be Mr. Cubs from the 50s and 60s, but I don't think it is. Uh, but yeah, this movie's on YouTube, so. Um, yeah, you know. check it out. Look up Jive Turkey from 1974. It's an interesting view. Uh, we'll yeah, look at it's, that one. It's, it's, yeah, if you can, if you like black exploitation, it's worth checking out. Oh well, definitely within that, within that like that genre, realm of, yeah, of the world, um, it's one that you may not have heard about, but uh, it's that's definitely the thing. like it's like a, it's like when famously like kung fu movies. Um, I know you have a friend that's really into them. I'm into them pretty pretty much. Anytime you find one that's uh, you've never heard of, it's like it's an un- undiscovered gem, you know, and, exactly. and, and it might be horrible except for one scene or it might do something different for once and you're like oh wow that's cool you know and you just kind of remember it not for what it did or who or, or who was in it or anything like that but 
for like uh, that one time you saw something different or odd or unique that was kind of cool and it might have been because it was made for five bucks or it might have been that the guy had a great idea somebody cool was in it that went on Bolo Young's first movie who the hell knows what it was he was probably just some young giant dude that was just you're like oh my god you know so So anyway, all right, that's that's Jive Turkey. Get it on YouTube. (laughs) Look it up. It it definitely would be a good hangover movie if you're uh, sitting there with ice on your head, you know, from your hangover. You can uh, watch some Jive Turkey. Yeah, have some Jive Turkey for Thanksgiving. Have some Jive Turkey, suckers. Here's some trailers. We'll be back with our kung fu rific. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, well, another kind of kind of kung fu, kind of kind of hopping vampires, kind of. Wow, a lot of lot going on in this one. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) we'll be right back. Thank you, Mr. Wizard. We'll crawled up your ass. Tonight, meet the twisted genius of Edgar Allan Poe. Experience a terrifying tale of druid witchcraft and the scream that kills. Cry of the Banshee. American International presents new heights in horror never before filmed. Vincent Price stars in this new adventure in Terror and Torture. Don't miss Cry of the Banshee. You'll learn to fear it. Rated GP. Nice one, Doris. Nothing like a bit of girl on girl. (laughs) Booby trap. 40 Claymore mines packed with high explosives that can blow at the slightest shock. No! No, don't, Sarge! I'm too close! No! No! (laughs) Booby trap. The deadly weapon of an ex-Marine who's starting a war of his own. Booby trap. Now look, Captain. Miss Murray, I'm on a criminal investigation, not a pleasure cruise. Booby trap, where the dragnet or a psychopathic killer turns up other misfits almost as murderous. Get out of my office, you little punk! What are you going to do with that thing? Don't worry about it. You just don't worry about it. I'm going to take care of everything. If you want to be where the action is, be where Booby Trap is. Booby Trap, rated R. Thank you, Velveeta. Well, it started off boring and slow, with not sure trying to bullshit everyone with a bunch of smart talk. Blah, 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 you gotta believe me. That part of the trial sucked. But then the Chief J just went off. He said, man, whatever, the guy's guilty as shit. We all know that. And he sentences us to one night of rehabilitation. In the tradition of Russ Meyer, the screen explodes in a potent, virile explosion of sheer sexual energy. Only recent court decisions, coupled with the brilliance of an international director, make this film possible. From the withering cesspool of modern minds, an observation of the great society without morals. People in a hurry. Traveling a road that goes nowhere. People caught in the mirror of self-truth. A solid cinematic realization. Man and woman. Loving. Hating. Using. A slice of unleashed hate and violence. Don Davison's masterpiece of sin and sexual passion. Obscenity, obscenity. A tale of rampant desires and unfulfillment told with a candor that seduces the senses and erupts on the screen in a culmination of desires and passions that make this the supreme film. Obscenity, obscenity. The first motion picture that gives you more than it promises. No one under 18 will be admitted with or without their parents. Obscenity, obscenity. You don't see it. You feel it. And I don't need any of this. I don't need this stuff. And I don't need you. I don't need anything. Except this. This is And that's the only thing I need is this. I don't need this or this. This, this ashtray. This, this paddle game. The ashtray and the paddle game, and that's all I need. And this remote control. The ashtray and the paddle game and the remote control, and that's all I need. 
these matches. Yes, Trey, and these matches, and the remote control, and the paddle ball. The slam. Yes, Trey. Yes, obscenity, obscenity, which is cannot be found. Coming to a theater near you. I don't think so because we looked. Uh, we've been looking. We just stopped during that break and looked all over the place for it. Can't find it. It's a retitling. Yes, our, the, our, the retitling. Our movie, uh, the the next is has retitles too. It was oh, also called. Uh, it was also called the Seven Brothers Meet Dracula in the American version, which was cut by 15 minutes. But our version is uh, the Legend of the Seven Golden Vampires. Le- the Legend of the Seven Golden Vampires, starring our friend. Peter Cushing, our co-host. Yeah, I was gonna say he's been on as many shows as me. Our, Peter Cushing, uh, our uh, our spiritual leader, at least mine anyway. My movies God, wise, yeah. I I kind of have this sneaking suspicion that you really just have their filmography of of uh, Peter Cushing and what's the other guy, the um, Christopher Lee. Christopher Lee, and you're literally we're gonna watch every movie they've ever done. You're just kind of writing them off one at a time and just putting well, them in every Lee's now and then. Christopher Lee's not in this movie, but Peter Cushing is. Yeah, I know. It's, it's more like Peter Cushing did so many horror movies. Good ones, or at least decent yeah. ones from that era that you just come across them every once in a while. <laughs> I, I, I still think you're just trying to do the filmography. No. Just one at a time. Just right no, because it goes back to the 50s, and I'm not going to... Uh. Well, Above the Snowman of the Himalaya is a good movie, but at any rate, yes. Peter Cushing as Dr. Van Helsing. Once again, this time he's in <laughs> Man, China, though. Van Helsing is... <laughs> he gets around. Him and the Beach Boys, they yeah, get around. Yeah, they do get around. So he's in China. This is a hybrid. This is Hammer Films. And They're Shaw Brothers. One of the Shaw Brothers. Brothers, yeah. This was Hammer's last uh, of the original Dracula movies. This was like their last attempt from 74. They to were like, to hey, Kung Fu is hitting big. Let's That's do exactly Kung Fu. It. And they wanted Christopher Lee, but he didn't, he didn't want to do it. But good old Peter Cushing, he was game for going to Hong Kong and making he's a like, movie. Whatever, dude. And you can actually tell this had Jap- this had Chinese directors. You can actually tell the scenes the Chinese guys did because it's like it seems some of them were different film stock and just the action works differently. You know? Oh yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Yeah, this was like uh, the usual Hammer guys: Roy, Roy Ward Baker. Uh, who else was in it? Don Houghton, I think, was his name, or Houghton, or whatever. They were involved in this. And again, Shaw Brothers and Hammer, you know, yep. got together. Yep. They, and, you know, you got like not the not the original hopping vampires, but they, the vampires did hop a little bit in this. You know, <laughs> yeah, it was weird. This version has TNA in it, which the the yeah. seven the the legend the seven brothers meet Dracula, I believe, didn't. It was edited yeah, no, out. No, nice to see. They didn't like. Well, I, I've said on air before that they this genre often doesn't, or at least the American versions. Often do not. They cut out the nudity a lot. Yeah, because they're trying to go for peace. Not completely. They're trying no, to get don't get kids. me wrong. I mean, because I know, I know people say no. They they have some. Yes, there is some, but by and large, what usually hits the market over here uh, doesn't. And well, you there, know. there was always, and I and I guess it it it, it is in a lot of in a lot of. There was always the American version. And it was and what they called the continental version or yeah. the version for the rest of the world, which uh-huh. is spicier. Yeah, thanks. But, but but the reality is, and believe it or not, in, in England, any horror movie was rated X. Honestly, uh-huh. meaning that if you were under sixteen, you could not go to see them in the theaters back in the seventies. See, see, they're and the 60s. they're totally cool with nudity and all uptight about violence. And we're quite the opposite, where we're all about blood and guts, and then, but if you but show it, a boob, it doesn't God matter. Help it it you. doesn't matter. They, they were still, I think, rated X. I mean, huh? Britain was a lot more puritanical in a lot of ways than we were in that sense, anyway. Even though on television, I think they showed some nudity, but in the theaters, sure they did. Would, 
But in the theaters, it was different. I mean, I got a book back then, famous book from the 70s called The History of, I think it was called Horror Movies by, uh, I forgot the name, Don, uh, Dennis Gifford. It was in all the Waldens. Everybody that I know from my age group that's big into horror bought this book because it was five bucks. It was always in the, it was always in the cheap event at Waldens. It had still some of these movies, and I'm looking through them, and I'm going like The Creature from the Black Lagoon, Rated X, and I'm going like <laughs> Rated X. I we never gotta saw see this. this. I never saw this one. Holy crap! Does he do this girl? Uh, no, it was over in England. They they rated every horror movie X. There you go. So yeah, whatever you know. But then anyway, Ch China, Asia would get the saucier version. Europe, the the continental Europe. Yeah. France, Italy, whatever, would get them. Spain was pretty repressed, so I don't think they would. They were pretty uh, you know, uptight about <laughs> it. But I think the French and the Italians were like, hey, show us the boobs. Yeah, and, you know, whatever, so, uh, that's what they said. So they got the uncut versions of it, and we got the edited ones. For a while, anyway. Back in, by the mid-70s, even though this was technically the mid-70s, by the late 70s, it was like, nah, just, you know. Whatever. That's what we're selling, you know. We're not going to, like, you know, we're not going to cut back, you know. We're not, we'll edit it for television. But, so anyway, this is the... Uh, the, the DVD that I have has both. I think you saw the one with nudity in it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. There, the, the DVD that I have has the Seven Brothers, and that's the first one I put on. I was like, 74 minutes? I go, no, no, I got to turn it over. I got to get the other one because it's the 90-minute uh, version. Nice. Oh, double-sided DVDs. And, <laughs> yeah, right. And and, and, and the, basically the version, the Seven Brothers version of this, cuts the, big, cuts the intro where the priest goes to Dracula's castle. It just starts, the other version just starts off with vampires coming out of the ground, and boom, you're in the middle of the movie. Yeah, well, then, and that one's kind of like, the, the thing in the beginning is, is interesting, but you're like, okay, whatever. It's like 1840, and then you're like, oh, we were just kidding, 1904, and you're like, oh, okay. Well, they, basically, it's like there's a, there's a, a, a Chinese priest that goes, to, <laughs> that goes to Dracula's castle because he wants to revive the seven golden vampires who went to sleep. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> He basically con he basically was the uh, the mobster of the village and he controlled them with the vampires, but the vampires had decided to like you know chill. We're, we're done, yeah. So he went to Dracula to go, hey Drac, I mean I need you to you know bring me back. I don't the do your bidding. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, and and now like, I'm Chinese. And I mean it was it, they ha it does have some nice cinematography and nice set because that set at the beginning where he goes oh, yeah. it was really nice and nicely lit, and you know Dracula comes out of the. Although Dracula's coffin was like a box. Yeah, yeah, but I like the way. He, but he comes, he kind of like oh, yeah, he pops took, up. He did that know? straight up, the straight stand up, which is kind of cool. So, know? so like the priest thinks Dracula's gonna help him, and Dracula's like, yeah, I don't think so. I'm just gonna like take your place and go back to like where your village, because I'm hungry, I haven't eaten in a while. I'm gonna and, run the show, and I'm gonna run the show. So, yep, Drac becomes the priest, goes back to you know the village in China, and then we cut to. Uh, Cushing in a Chinese school teaching yeah. people about the. Well, seven. he's trying to convince people. He's like, "Oh yeah, this is vampires and this one." Cause there's this scene in the beginning where he takes the a priest snatches off one of the seven vampires' golden medallions, which is this bat, and it's like steam starts coming out of his, his yeah, stomach, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, he's right. like he's deflating, he and you're like, them, yeah. "What?" And he does look deflated because his rubber face kind of goes. Ah. And they run to uh, he runs to a Buddhist. Um, uh, Shrine Temple, and shrine, yeah. and sets the sets the thing at the foot of the Buddha so they can't get it. So it's the same. The in the olden days there was these things that they like adhered to with uh, with um, with um, Dracula lore and you know. Well, no, no, the cross, the crucifix, and that's what I'm saying. Religious figures, but China is the Buddha. Back in the olden days, they used to actually follow lore. Now they just now people just do what well, whatever. They're all loosey goosey with everything. Yeah, 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 everything. Yeah, and right. oh, now Dracula can make bats and fly, or you know, yeah, well, the vampire, armies of whatever. Yeah, right. The vampire legend definitely is. Uh, <laughs> you know, been taken for a walk. It got it, it got it got effed over pretty badly recently, but you know, so there's always there's always a chance for a comeback. Brooding, sparkly vampires. Yeah, the sparkle and, vampire. Empires, okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, so he, so Cushing's talking about this, and like, I thought it was funny. All of a sudden, all the students like go, "Nah, I don't yeah, think so. we're done here." And Cushing's like, "Hey, where you going, man? Come on, you know." And then one guy stays. Yep. And he he says, "Yes, that was my village, and my ancestor like was killed. the one that got hacked up." You know? Yeah, he killed one of the seven ones or whatever. And then there's like a scene where it was kind of cool, where like the seven vampires they got like this big old like. Uh, 
tables with like all these virgin women or whatever and they're like getting ready to bite them and one of them's topless just for hey i'm yeah. topless and all the rest of them have clothes on it was a big pretty pretty cool set so i was like oh, let's, let's spend some little money here the shop brothers mm-hmm. like you know you know they got ponies up done. some cash they know how to get stuff done yeah so yeah you know you see some of that stuff so like like you said the priest he tells him a story about the priest getting killed and you know, all that. And then, but he, one of the vampires got killed. So it's like, oh, okay. So Cushing's like interested. He goes, so I want to see where this is, you know. Yeah, he's I'm, Van Helsing. He's the fighter. Like He's the fighter, yeah. And the guy goes, yeah, they're in my village. And, you know, you know I'd, rather, I'd like to get rid of them. But we don't even know where the village is. Like, yeah. they, they're not sure where the ancient village is that houses these, these vampires. Right. Um, And also, like, we're not sure how true it is. But then that guy was like, no, no, it's true. We just have to go kill them. Um, cause they're he they're starting again or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they're like, right, starting up again, killing the villagers and, and all that, that. And so then that's when like, then you're introduced to Peter Cushing's son. Right, right, right. At, they're at some regal ball, and you're like, oh, okay. And and of course, the UK's there. He's the 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 kerfuffled general who's <laughs> you know. And then then his son's there, and he's and then there's like this rich, um single countess yeah, well, she's from like Romania a, or something. She's like a Juliet. She, she, she's, she's like an adventuring chick who's like... Yeah, which know. which in 1904 was frowned upon because... Yes. Uh, uh, Liberated but, women were frowned yes, upon. Yes, in the modern Kind of like time. now. Yeah. But the, so then the... Uh, I frown about him. So then he's Just like... Just kidding. So, so then he goes back... Uh, Peter Cushing goes back to his hotel and he's drinking some wine or whatever. And, one of the, and that guy from the from the class shows up and he's like hey um, I believe you and we gotta do this and he's like well you don't just leave and go walking into the middle of China we don't know where it is we don't have any money blah 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 so then the son shows up with his girl and she's like I'm interested I'll pay for it and he's like okay well we have money and then the guy's like oh by the way I have seven brothers who are uh, and a sister sister. they're all ninja assassins Um, and, and we see that before that's how they get into that hotel the 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 son and the countess are like riding those rickshaws. Well, what happened was remember when when the the when the the son met the girl, he was like hitting on her, and then all of a sudden like the the warlord or whatever goes goes to some guy, hey, I want her, and she's like turns him down, so he's like, Rrr. so as they're walking home, they, go they, kill them because you turned down, yeah. you've insulted our warlord. Warlord, That's right. and then and then the and then the the guy's relatives go in there, and you know, then you get a little ninja fight. Yep, and, and it was a good cr- fight. Um, yeah, a little martial arts. And this is one of those one of the things I often do enjoy with martial arts uh, movies is the one where each guy has their own like shenanigan, like. I have I'm big hammer guy and then I'm double swords guy and I'm bow staff yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Like they all have like, like the Magnificent own, Seven. Basically. And they all have like their specialty weapon. And some of them um and these were real weapons in, in, in Kung Fu lore because they had they had like I think hundred and eighteen weapons Kung Fu has in there. No, they didn't have the holy thing. hand grenade. Though. No, they didn't. But it was kinda cool because like some of those are wacky as shit. And and you know, like like literally big gigantic round hammers like and the biggest goon in the place would have those, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But these guys had like the double swords and and uh, throwing knives, of course. I think one of them had the sure, throwing knives, and sure, yeah. and it was, but it was kind of cool. So then they're like, oh, okay, so the, the brothers will protect us on the trip, and and uh, Cushing is like, harumph, I won't have any woman doing that. And then she's and she's like, oh, I insist. And everyone else is like, we insist. And he's like, okay, but I don't want to, but okay. So now, now they're <laughs> off. And then, like, literally ten seconds after they go over a hill, they're in one of those caravans, up, attacked, uh, but banditos. Yeah. And that's when, that's the first time you actually see the sister. And I was like, oh, my God, is that Cheng Pei-Pei, who's my favorite actress in the world? No, it wasn't. But it, it, we did see her from Wu-Tang Clan. She was the, the, the girl from the Wu-Tang Clan. By the way, I found... Not the rap group, the, the movie. Yeah, by the way, I, uh, yeah... <laughs> And aside here, uh, my my buddy, we were, we're talking. He he mentioned to me there's a there he couldn't find a uh, there was like a rare movie, in English anyway called Attack of the Kung Fu Girls with Chang Pei Pei. Oh my God! It's on YouTube. Oh my God! I'm Attack gonna do that next week. Attack of the Kung Fu Girls. Yeah, with Chang Pei Pei. <laughs> anyway, back to our movie. Let me write that down because that will be my movie for next week. Attack of the Kung Fu Girls. <laughs> I was like, nice. Um, she was always uh, Chang Pei Pei was always a bit more stoic and uh, yeah. rough. 
this girl was a little bit more flowery and kind of uh, traditional, yeah. uh, giggling. Um, I don't yeah. remember ever seeing Cheng Pei Pei giggle. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, she yeah. giggled with her fist across her face. Yeah, kind of. Which that's every good kung fu. Yeah, girl. there was other woman, Angela Mao. Yeah, Mao yeah, yeah, yeah. Deep Thrust, whatever, yeah. Kung Fu Mama, whatever she was saying. I don't remember. I know some of them. I don't know all of them. At any rate, yeah, so now we got on the journey. Yeah, we're on the journey. And they, they, of course they defeat the people, and they're like, oh, you know, that, now yeah, you've Yeah, that's seen. right. They fight regular people first. Yeah, like the, these banditos. Uh, then they get to, then they get to, they pull up to a, a mountain, and he goes, okay, well, we walk from here. And I was like, oh, I don't want to walk. I'd be like, I don't want to carry this shit. Yeah, right. They're on like wagons and they're like, eh, no one, no more wagons He's anymore. Like, oh, like, see a horse and he just takes the stuff off and he whacks the horse in the ass and I was like, oh, I'm done? I'm off the scene? Okay. Oh, cool. So, give Go me back on. my SAG card. I'm leaving. Yeah, right. Uh, and so, yeah. But then, uh, yeah, then they're just walking along and then they get to the village. Um, well, first they end up like in some cave or something. Right. And the bats attack. And then the bats attack and then vampires start popping out. And then they got like a, a fight du jour. Yeah, you know? hopping minions. Yeah, yeah. There's Three a million bats of them. turns into a lot of people quick. And you're like, yeah, right. what? Yeah, and then there's like fights and you know, they all get killed and they and then they, they get deflated and you know, and all Very that. weird special Very effects. Very strange. Yeah. Uh, it's well, like Chinese, they, they did yeah. melting, but it was, um, you know. Yeah, they did melting and turning into ashes and all that. Yeah, kind but of for strange. the time, that was it the was best fine. they could do. You it know? was fine. I, it wasn't distracting. Now it's CGI. No, yeah. Um, and it, but this is the funny part. I think it was right here, where then the guy who's been like gung ho, let's go. He's like, oh, my brothers are tired. We should quit. And I'm like, no, wait a minute, man. <laughs> yeah, right. Wait a minute. You got me here this far. <laughs> Four of the seven vampires are dead, and now you're cashing in your chips. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, I'd be like, kinda, no, yeah. dick. You drug me up this mountain. You're finishing this crap, and then they're like, oh, okay. In retrospect, maybe they should have gone back because something happens later. But anyway, so that. And so they're they're you know they kill the vampires or whatever and then is what I was what I was trying to allude to then you start getting all these interpersonal relationships because oh, yeah. it's like the blonde girl which you thought was going to go with for Cushing since she falls for the Asian guy and the yep. sister the Asian sister starts falling for the yeah. Cushing son so you get pretty some, quickly you're getting some like you know interracial action going on there yeah. you know? yeah. so you're like oh, okay that's I thought I wasn't sure if this movie was going to go there. Usually, I was glad they didn't. Usually, a love interest is just created to serve up for fodder to help fuel the rage. And I was like, uh, oh, yeah. no, the girl's going to die now. Because well, I liked her fighting. Well. And, it, no, no, not the blonde girl. The, yeah, the, yeah, the, 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 the Cheng Pei. Yeah, 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 right. So, so I was like, oh, no. But then, but then like, okay, then um, that didn't. Other things happened, but I was I, I was afraid that they were making them be love interests, so she would be the next murdered person. Yeah, yeah. You know, then yeah. I w- then 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 they would just be like, oh, Cushing's son, who, who who his gun would run out of bullets and he would throw it. Yeah. What you can <laughs> then, put other bullets in that thing? Like that's it's not disposable. You 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 empty it, then you go, oh okay, and then you put new ones in, and it shoots more. And, and we forgot about that cheesy Russian roulette scene in Jive Turkey. But oh, we did. My God, that, that was... cheesy, stupid scene. <laughs> anyway, well, well, well yeah. that's, that's too late for that. Well, maybe we'll do an add-on after this movie. We'll just say it. But yeah, yeah go ahead. It was an ad grave. Anyway. So then they kind of do like the thing where they fortify their position. They found out. That the, 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 they're up in this temple, you know, yeah. that's where the vampires have the the blood tables, and that, those tables all go into one big vat for like the blood they keep them alive, which is I've I've seen that before in other vampire stuff. Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting concept. So so then they get into another fight, and the Cheng Pei Pei gets captured. Right. And she gets taken to the temple. Thrown over the horse. Well, that was like during that was after the big battle. Like, yeah, yeah. There was like a huge battle right now. And the blonde girl gets, she gets bit. She gets bit by the vampire. Yeah. She she's like she turns into a vampire. And then in a weird scene, it's like she's like going. She's in love with the Asian guy, and she's like, oh okay, we're we almost we beat everybody, you know, and then. She all of a sudden, like within like twenty seconds, turns into a vampire, and she bites him. Yeah. And Cushing's like, "No, you gotta kill her! You gotta kill her!" So he friggin' impales both of them because now he yeah. knows he's a vampire. Through the they two the the ba- a sharpened bamboo stake through the heart, both of them. Yeah. He was, kills her, and then because he can't go on without his love, he kills himself. Or and he becomes or because he knows he's, 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 he's a vampire. A vampire. Yeah. 
So then, yeah, at that point, the girl gets taken away. I don't know if this is the scene where Cushing's son, like, jumps off a cliff and lands right on a horse yeah, and that's takes it, that's off. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, wow, this guy's really uh, athletic, you uh, know. Yeah, he's going after his, his balls girlfriend. balls must hurt, yeah. too, you know, after jumping off a, a tower and landing on a horse, you know, unless you, you know, anyway. Because this is where they're, they're, they're fighting and they're all, they're, they're, they have a pit of fire that's gonna, that's supposed to help out the good guys and all these guys are hopping around. They're doing like this weird hopping zombie thing. And they die pretty quickly and easily. And actually, the vampires die pretty easily, too. Yeah, really, yeah. You know, they're not these formidable creatures like they are in modern movies. They're just... They yeah, die. They die pretty yeah, easily. I don't know. They're done. You <laughs> exactly. know? Well, you know, even... we're fighting against ninja dudes. They're not like fighting against regular people. Yeah. So you got to give ninja, uh, you know, a little bit of a... I guess. Yeah. I'm pretty sure with my armaments in this house, well, I could fend off those seven vampires. Well, like, you need to... You need to <laughs> well, when I came in here, you were working on some woodwork. You need to come with, yeah. like, sharper... Come correct, yeah. Some sharper same. wood pieces just in case the vampires come in. I, I think all these... One of my things has always been, like, these lore were written when there wasn't, like, AK-47s. I'm pretty sure a vampire gets a yeah, couple well, in the face. You're going to be like, These oh. lore were written by, like, Bram Stoker in 1890-something. <laughs> so I saying... Not really a lot of assault rifles laying around. You there know. were muskets, I would imagine. And <laughs> okay. Boom. But, you know, okay, give me 10 minutes. And <laughs> Derringers, maybe. Silver bullets, possibly. But anyway. But so, yes. Long story short is, yes. So so now he he's jumped on and, and chased after the, the head dude. There's one guy left. The, the priest. The priest. He, the priest grabs the, the, the you know, Cheng Pei Pei wannabe, and they ride off. And it was funny because... You can see when he's riding at one point, she's trying, she's slipping off the horse, yeah, but she's yeah, like, she's on. like holding on and they're like, for dear life, really. And, um, and then, uh, Peter Cushing and, and who's left of the brothers, which a couple of them get dispatched. Here. Yeah. There's only like two left. Yeah. He goes, let's go. End. And then they go, or they, they get done killing everyone. And they're like, Hey, where'd they go? And they're like, Oh, it must be the temple. So, so they everyone there. goes up there and that's the kind of the end scene is coming up. Yeah. So they go to the temple and I think there's still another vampire to fight, but then Dracula, then the, the, the main yeah. guy confronts Cushing. Well, though the head, yeah, they, they killed the, the, the main vampire and save her. Um, cause she was strapped down on the, on the lab table they're and he was going to, he's going to beast on her. And uh, the, and they kill him, and and, and, and rescue him. And, and then all that's left is the main priest and Cushing and Cushing's. Well, he the, everyone else leaves, and I'm like, wait, I don't think that's how that works. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait a minute, there's one more left. Yeah, but uh, then but then the Cushing turns to the mirror, and in the mirror he sees the original guy. Yeah, which is like they break the they broke the rule because vampires don't show don't show up in mirrors. But hey, whatever. These are Chinese vampires. I, it was a mirror, right? Am I right? Because then he's I'm all not like, sure. oh, mean, maybe he just came out from around the corner. He just came across and he confronts him and he goes, no, I wanna, I wanna see the real Dracula. I, I don't wanna see you. And then Dracula's like, yeah, all right, whatever. Just before I kill you, I'll show you. Yep. So all of a sudden he does Classic the little mistake. Yeah. All of a sudden, he does the little, like, you know, uh, smoke chill, and he turns into the real ah, Dracula. Now I'm Dracula again. And then he starts throwing Cushion around, and Cushion's Cushing like... Cushing took a couple bumps here, and I was surprised. For an old guy, he could take a hit. He went flying over that table. I'm like, that was him. That was <laughs> him, yeah. He could take a hit, man. <laughs> he, he could was, take a hit. He was a wiry old dude, you know, even at that age. <laughs> oh, okay. So, it's like, he, he gets knocked around a bit, and then, like, when Dracula goes to, like, bite him... He grabs like a, a pole or something there, and he like impales him and drags Stakes like, him. Oh, you got me again, you bastard! Uh, and, uh, that to you, Van Helsing. Yeah, exactly. You know, and he like kills him, and then you know. And it yeah. dissolved. That took way too long. Yeah, they well, they, had a, they they were drag. Oh yeah, they focused on yeah, on yeah, the yeah, Dracula, yeah. who's like he starts, he melts, and he melts some more. Yeah. Then he cinders, then the cinders cinder some yeah, more. Oh, then they like yeah. blows away. I'm like. Okay, we get it. He's dead. Uh, it's the main guy. It's a big. It's a big Kahuna. It's a. It's a. You know. It'll, it'll do. You know. It's like the Godfather. Yeah, it's gotta take a little longer. Then, you know? then the end. The end. The Hammer, Run Run Shaw co-production, filmed entirely in Hong Kong, and I'm yeah. like, oh, that's kind of cool. You know. All right. You know. It was a good movie. It was a different. It was a different kind of movie. You know. It was, it was all right really though. Different. It didn't really do that great it did okay but yeah. it was basically like the end of a version of hammer anyway it's kind of sad but it was a nice try you could see I, and i say this and this sounds like a broken record when there is so much of this stuff around i can see where this one would just get lost in the shuffle because it's it has cushing which it has you know but but it's just one of those things where you're like well there's 20 kung fu movies coming out this week 
Which one do you want to see? Uh, and, it was, and it was like, are the Hammer Kids going to go for it? You know what I mean? Are the yeah. Hammer Kids going to go, oh, Kung Fu? Uh, nah, uh, no. No. And, and even though they do cross-pollinate quite a and bit. It, and it does uh, work. Monster, guy, uh, Monster guys generally love kung fu movies. Generally yeah, 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 yeah. They Exploitation. Are, yeah, it's all the same stuff, but it just... It, it, there was nothing that like really was like, wow, I gotta see this, you know. Um, I mean, I guess it did okay. I don't know what the box office is. It's like Reese's, you know. It's like, you want chocolate and your peanut butter? Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, some people don't like it. Some I wish... people like it. This, one of the things that was um, a knock, in my opinion, of, of, of it... The star power wasn't there, and also, mm-hmm. like, they needed... The vampires should have been more. They were literally just dudes in shabby clothing with, like, a mask on. Give me Bolo Young as a vampire. Give me, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Give me, like, there's giant vampire, there's creepy vampire who giggles, that Chinese, <laughs> that, you know, that kung fu giggle. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. make them something. Make them... What you're trying to you know. say is that the vampires seemed a bit generic. They were. They were. There was not really that much difference between them and the dudes hopping around, except for they were on horses. Hmm. Yeah, you know, somewhat. and they had that blinged out. You know, their pimp. I love, they had the, their I, pimp love the, I love the bling bat. That's cool as shit. I was also surprised that they weren't collecting them as they killed them. To like uh, say, oh, now we're gonna put these all on this altar to keep them f- banished forever. Like, oh yeah, I yeah, would have yeah. done that extra. Go the extra mile. You know, you're killing a vampire. Take the take the medallion and put it in in a holy place. I don't know. Meld it down into bullets, and you can shoot other vampires with. Yeah, I bullets. mean, I don't I don't know how much <laughs> how much of the script was hammer and how much input in the script was ten ninety. <laughs> Ten percent hammer, ninety percent shot. Maybe. No, I'm I'm joking. I, I'm, I'm saying seventy four, uh, 60, 60, 40 Could have been 50-50. Who the hell knows? I mean, there was a lot of it. There was both influence from both. I I couldn't tell one way the or the fight other. Fight scenes were good. You know, the production yeah. was nice. I mean, it was what it was. I mean, it was mm-hmm. an attempt to do horror and uh, and kung fu. Nice try. Yeah, it was a good try. Nice I, and, try. And, and not be. Those were just little things that I point out that. I wish would have happened. It might have might have there headed might, to the there, next there, level. There, there was stuff, later on. They did things like Kung Fu Zombie and oh yeah, no, that we watched. It definitely this movie definitely influenced. I think anyway. I could be wrong. I don't know the. I don't. I don't know if if there was Kung Fu horror made in in the in the early seventies in China. There may have been. But the stuff like Kung Fu Zombie and yeah. all that. Oh, you mean like later. gory stuff, kind of, or just? Kinda, I mean, I don't. Th- I don't know if there was hybrids like this made in China yeah. in seventy four. Of kung oh, fu I and horror. I, know I think either. it came like a few years later, so it could have been influential to, you well, know, other people. I don't know. And and any time a genre kind of runs its course, that's when you see the other wacky shit coming. Uh, you know what I mean? Like they were just cranking out kung fu movies, and then once the diminishing returns, and they're like, eh, make some horror, make some action, make some whatever we can do to try and keep the product alive a little bit longer. And then see, I don't, I don't know when like the first hopping vampire movies were. I don't know. See, the one I saw. Was that one that was kind of funny, but it was very vibrant. It was it was obviously later, you know, probably late seventies, and it was one of those that were, it was really tight. It must have been made with some money, you know. It wasn't yeah, yeah, yeah. a cheapy thing. That's the only that's the first one where the hopping vampires, um, and they were very green, you know, and they were very pronounced the way they hopped. Yeah, yeah. Which was reminiscent of this one, so that must be like their lore mm-hmm. in China, well, like like it, like yeah. like the hopping part. Definitely, I, it, it was odd when I saw it and I laughed at it. But then I was like, no, that's probably the way they envisioned the, the the spirits coming back towards them. You know. Yeah. Okay. So, but whatever. Yeah, whatever. Fine, fine movie. It was funny. It was fun. Uh, I I laughed. I cried. It became a part of me. Uh, what do you give? <laughs> what do you give this one? I give it an eight. I liked it. Yeah, I was gonna say eight. Eight for me it's as well. It's a nice try. It's a yeah. good. It's a good. It's a good fun movie. It takes a lot for me to hate a kung fu movie. Uh, you know, to be honest with you, I have hated some in the past <laughs> only because they were the most dull dishwater nothings that came around but for the most part if anything's serviceable and I'm like eh seven you know like I, I just like the kung fu genre I like it quite a bit and and uh, you know I give it a pass on a lot of things because I realize what they were doing it's like saying Corman or Exploitation you give it a pass because you know they're making it for five bucks you know and, and, if, yeah, they, yeah, and yeah. if they're giving you anything worth anything you're like 
what the yeah, hell? Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> it's like it's like, it's your thing, you yeah. know. It's like with me with horror movies. Of course, you know? yeah. I'll give it a pass. If kung fu is your thing, you're gonna go like, yeah, you know. It's kind of like beer, you know. Yeah. yeah, it's beer. Some beers are better than others. They all do the same thing. Worst they get me case drunk. is I have a beer. Yeah, like you're like, drunk. It's, I would say that with pizza. The very worst case, the worst pizza you've ever had, you're still eating a pizza. So, right. you know. Uh, yeah. So, all right. Well, that's it for this week. Thanks for listening. Um, who knows what we're going to do next week? I Boy, have no Kung idea. Kung girls. I don't know. Now you, you said that. Do attack, I do, uh, well, we'll uh, see. We'll, maybe we'll see. Well, maybe we'll, we'll take see. a week off from the Kung Fu and then I'll come zooming back with the Kung Fu girls. We have ideas, everyone. So stay tuned. We'll see you all next week. My name is Mal with me as always. bad ideas. Dr. Morbius. <laughs> we'll see you next week with more classic cinema. Any more like laughing than I do right now.